0: It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan,
1: entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your
0: host, Daniel Mangena.
1: Hello, JJJJJade.
0: Jade, 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 Jade. Boop 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 boop. Hi, Dan. Um, I'm feeling a bit sad now that I just forgot that I'm not supposed to try and be urban. Um, I actually did it yesterday as well on Snapchat. Right. And then I, I said to. I said to, uh, said to Gus, mm, I'm going to leave the urban stuff to you. You're my constant reminder to be true to my authentic self, Jade. And without <laughs> my friend, I love you.
1: <laughs> so basically we're saying that you're not, what words did you use? You're not I'm urban, not... basically.
0: Well, we, we discussed this last week as well, didn't we? Uh, I don't know what made me forget, but I've I remembered again now, so it's all good.
1: What do they say? Um repetition um there's a saying <laughs> we learn through repetition anyway
0: yeah it all takes that repeti- a
1: few times for you to integrate something and remember it and get it and live it and be it
0: yeah all that repetition stuff Yeah, basically let's
1: hope we don't have to repeat this same thing about you not being urban being urban next week
0: i'm probably will to be honest because it's been my lifelong goal
1: not sure but. how your listeners are gonna take that down <laughs>
0: Does it matter? Does it really matter? How are you, my friend?
1: I'm good. Yeah. Um, had a bit of an off day yesterday, mm-hmm. but I've just seen there's some moon stuff going on. Every, I guarantee any time that I'm feeling a bit out of sorts, mm-hmm. there is a full moon, a new moon, some sort of eclipse. There's something going on. And some people think I'm crazy. But considering we're 90% water and the moon's effect high, Mm-hmm. it could be that the moons affect us as people
0: it does um, when you think about it as well um the electron is it the something to do with the electrical charges that run through our body which also affects our internal balances or uh, run through the water system so yeah if there's an effect on the water in our bodies and there's inadvertently going to be some kind of effect on us and our mood and stuff as well obviously it will shift from person to person but yeah some people will be more sensitive to it Yes, so there's a there's a nugget for the listeners. Maybe that will make up for my uh, urban attempts earlier. What, do you
1: <laughs> <do>? <laughs> what was your excuse for last week then?
0: It's not an excuse. <laughs> Come on babe. One of, my, one of my three functions is removing excuses. I can't very well be there sitting there giving excuses as well. So, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we haven't specifically planned out A topic today so i actually i had a couple and i wanted to kind of see what came out of our introductions okay just so we can have a little a jiggity flow and um but i actually before we get on to that so this might actually be a little bit longer than normal um i've gone back to journaling today you stopped yeah okay what made you stop journaling (laughs) do you know what it was my many 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 time ago Probably about, I got not like three years ago. Mm. An ex of which we no longer speak um, hacked my journal because I, I use my, <laughs> yeah, my phone. Uh, and I just, um because I, I find it easy to have something I can digitally have all the time. So I, I use like something on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'd hacked it and she was like twisting things that I've written in my journal. Um, okay. And after that, I stopped being open in my journal so I didn't stop journaling I stopped being open in it I'd like talking code and then I'd read back to it through it and I couldn't remember what the code meant or I'd like I wasn't like being open and then I kind of like started to lose I started to lose the um the habit because I was like ah you know I'm not even being do you subconscious it wasn't a conscious conversation the, sub, the subconscious conversation was I'm not even really writing anything real in there anyway so what am I bothering with mm-hmm. and then um as I got deeper into my spiritual practice with my meditation and stuff, I gave myself the hedge that, oh, you know, I'm meditating anyway, and I'm on my spiritual paths, so everything's supposed to be good, so why am I gonna be bitching in my journal about stuff? Um, so yeah, I actually realized that I hadn't I haven't journaled for, I don't know, I can't remember the last time I did, um, but then you mentioned it the other day, but you always talk about journaling, but it stuck with me when you mentioned about it when we spoke the other day. Yeah then um i'm doing a really cool sorry i'm outside so you might hear a car go past me from time to time um i'm on a really cool program um called manifest 2018 with a woman called ruth and Cohen joiner really really exciting um but we had the first session so there's like a weekly zoom and then she does like daily live calls uh facebook live things mm-hmm. uh and then um, the first session we had on Monday, the first Zoom session, she, they were like, oh, yeah, so get your journal out and blah, 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 blah. I was like, shit, I don't, I don't have a journal anymore. I don't, I don't journal. And then I saw something on Instagram from yeah. a coach that I, I follow uh, talking on, on, on her Instagram live. She was like, oh, talking about, oh, you know, in your journal, do you do this, do you do that? I was like, shit, I don't journal anymore. And like, I there was, know. there was like a few things that came up and then I was like, yes, I was just like, you know what, tomorrow I'm journaling, I'm I'm on it tomorrow. Because um, I think the other thing I, I'd done was with my vlog and blog, I started hedging that I'm talking about something, I'm being raw in it, I'm talking about my challenges and stuff. But there's something different about, the journal isn't complaining, it's keeping a record of your progress. That's the, mm-hmm. that's what I'd stopped doing. I was kind yeah. of just talking about my successes and my my challenges, but I wasn't kind of considering that additional element to it, which is the most important thing, which is just reflecting and being able to have a record to reflect back on. So oh, absolutely. Um, so I've put, I'm journaling, I've got that on my, you know, my anal to-do list every day, journaling, and then every Saturday, I'm going to do a, a review of my journals from the week before. So, um, yeah, that's, um, that's implemented now.
1: Well, well done. Thank you. You said a lot of um interesting things throughout that um part about reflecting on your journaling. I think the most important thing is that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I journal pretty much every day. I say pretty much because occasionally I might skip a day. Mm-hmm. But I find it, it's a really, really useful tool. Um, I don't filter anything in there. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, every now and then I get a little wave of fear of what if someone ever reads this. But... The truth of the matter is I believe that we are always divinely guided. Mm-hmm. And if anyone ever did get a hold of something, that's because there's a lesson to be learned in that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But also if you're putting out an energy of fear mm-hmm. whilst writing it, that somebody might see it, the mm-hmm. chances are somebody's gonna see, see it, it because that's what you're putting out that's and what that's you what you get it. back. Yep. Um but I do put negative stuff. So I mentioned yesterday, I had, I don't know how I described it. Yesterday was a weird day. Mm -hmm. And then it culminated in the evening with something with a family member that hasn't happened in the longest time. And I journaled it because it was a way of releasing it from my system. Mm -hmm. So rather than bitching to someone else, Mm -hmm. just releasing it in Mm -hmm. your journal Mm -hmm. and acknowledging the feelings and i find that when you firstly when you put pen to paper Mm -hmm. it's very different to you writing something electronically be it on a laptop or a phone Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it connects a different part of your brain and there's also um, something called divine downloading sometimes it's like you kind of zone out Mm -hmm. and you find yourself writing stuff that and it's almost like it's not you writing it Mm -hmm. and to anyone listening right now who hasn't experienced this it sounds really really crazy but just try it. And sometimes asking yourself a question and then just journal in. Mm-hmm. You'll often find the answer to your own question as you're just writing. And it, it becomes crystal clear. It's like it jumps out of the page. And it's a really, really powerful exercise. So journaling, as you said, is great for the reflection of your successes. It's also great to reflect on how far you've come. Yep. I often pick up a journal and I will pick it up. And I say randomly, but I know it's not. I know that I'm divinely guided to that page and that particular journal entry. Mm-hmm. And this happened a couple of weeks ago. So there's one area of my life, um, you know about it, um, Dan, but I'm not going to yeah. out it mm-hmm. um, in public on a podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I opened my journal at this place and I read for a few of them and I was in tears, but not tears of of pain. They were tears of I guess seeing things from a new perspective and realizing for so long that my intuition has been so on point. Mm-hmm. But because I had trust issues, mm-hmm. I wasn't trusting the intuition that I was getting. Mm-hmm. I would write it down. Mm-hmm. And there was one point that I remember writing down what I'd seen and what I'd experienced, but still hesitating about it. And interesting, it was partly because of what if anyone ever reads this, they're yep. going to think I'm completely loopy. Yeah. <laughs> and it was partly because I didn't fully trust in it myself. But when I read it this time and combined with all the other journal entries that were around it, so in the days before and the days after, I just I felt this shift in myself. And it was so powerful that I just thought, how could you ever doubt any of this? It is so blatantly obvious, all these signs that you've had. And it's very easy to be so stuck in a moment that. Sometimes I can read a journal from two days ago and think that was two weeks ago, because mm-hmm. so I've grown so rapidly and gone through so many thoughts in my head in the process. So seeing it all like that in a, you know, day after day was just so powerful. And it also made me realize how much I've grown as a person. Um, and as I say, in situations like for me yesterday, just journaling the the negative energy out of you, because if you hold on to it, it creates an energetic block within yourself and then it stops the flow of good stuff coming to your life. So yeah. whether that looks like money or love or health, whatever that looks like for you, it will block you in some way, even though the block maybe is an argument between something that's going on in your family Mm-hmm. but it will manifest in the way of blocking money coming to you or from a way of your health not being 100%. Yeah, because so,
0: an energetic block is an energetic block. How that, exactly. how that manifests is how it manifests. But once the exactly. block exists, it, it just has to block.
1: Yes. So journeying is a really great way of not allowing that energy to block you um, mm-hmm. and getting it out. And it can also help you see it from a different perspective sometimes.
0: Mm. No, I am... Um... I love I love that you've always been um, you've always been hot on this journaling and you've always been hot on honesty and self-reflection and again when I was going back through this whole thing of journaling it's one thing that came back up again and that's quite interesting that you spoke about the divinely guided responses because I've recorded a podcast with a really dear friend of mine called Heather um, and we had like it was just a completely random conversation because she's not really a spiritual practitioner of any kind she's not like she's not she's just a really cool person who's just really in tune and we just wanted to have a chat and we ended up talking about listening to your angels because that's one thing she's always spoken to me about which makes me laugh because you've uh, always been hot to me about angels as well yeah uh, we spoke about angel cards on there i'm sure and i'm sure i referenced you in the podcast but one of the things she spoke about is writing to your angels mm-hmm. which is where the journaling that you're the, the type of divinely divine response i can't remember how you named it the divine response divine journaling.
1: download yeah yeah
0: divine download she does a version of that, but what she does is she literally writes to her angels. So she's personified that force that gives the answers back as her angels and journals free free form writes the response back from her angels mm. as yep. as her feedback. So yeah, that's um it's, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, and
1: interesting. Um, it's now eleven fifteen. It was eleven eleven a moment ago, which is a yeah. really powerful number in creation, yes. and it's the eleventh eleventh day of the month. Yep. Um, and interesting because I was reading something about numbers this morning. So synchronistic numbers like eleven eleven, ten ten, 12, seventeen 12, 12. seventeen. 12. Yep. yep. All of that, or seeing a series of numbers, so like three three three, four four four, five five five, so on and so forth. It is said that they are messages from your angels, letting them know that, letting you know that they're around, that you're on mm-hmm. the right path, you're in a great vibration, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Mm. My dear friend, um, Samaya, she's obsessed with 1111. She always sees them. Like, she always looks down at her phone randomly at 1111s and screenshots them. Um, she, yep. We had a, we, were, we were WhatsAppping a couple of weeks ago, and she was talking about that actually and how she always catches eleven eleven, and uh and since since then I, i've i been seeing eleven eleven a lot but i didn't want to look i didn't want it to look make to make it look like i was big friending by sending her my 11 but now i keep, <laughs> now I keep seeing 11 as well so yeah, i I'm think hot, I'm, I'm they're just
1: on... To smile to yourself. They're an internal smile. They're an internal nod, acknowledgement. 1111 is supposed to be one of the most powerful numbers in creation. And yeah. it's also supposed to be representative of the twin flame um, journey. Mm-hmm. So, twin flames is basically like a soulmate, but on steroids. You have many soulmates throughout a life, but it's said that you only have one twin flame. You're like mm-hmm. two halves of one whole. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be related to that. And it's like I get a little. I get a little buzz inside of me and it just helps me to shift my energy. So I do take them on board. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if anyone was to ever look through my phone, they'd be like, why are there so many screenshots of all these random things?
0: Well, it's not for them to understand, it's for you to enjoy it, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. But, you know, we're human. Um, even <laughs> as I, I just said this in my podcast that I recorded this morning, actually. Um as much as I know, as much as I'm self-aware, I am also human. We're all mm-hmm. human, and we're all always going to have our little moments of stuff. Yeah. Um, and even though it doesn't matter what other people think, there's still that. It's the ego part of us, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that makes you think that stuff, and it's learning to quiet the ego.
0: Mm-hmm. And this, but it's quite interesting that you talk about quieting the ego. One thing that I had a, a few messages about. Um, mm-hmm over the last couple of weeks just by random finds on social media with pictures, which is one way nowadays we will get a lot of messages because it's how we consume a lot of our content. I had this whole thing that um, it's not about, it's actually just about making, empowering new choices and putting the energy into that in order to rewrite the disempowering ones. So Mm -hmm. like um, in this, I would say it's about focusing the energy on what you want, not ignoring what you don't want because it's there it's real, you have to you have to you have to acknowledge something in order to be empowered to change it but Mm -hmm. it's about putting the transformative energy into the new outcomes
1: 100% yeah because if you choose to do it in the the opposite way to what you've just described you're just gonna get keep on getting more crap yeah it's it's there as a reference point to say Mm -hmm. okay there's a great line that I read in one of the Abraham um, Hicks books Esther and Jerry Hicks Um, It says, when you notice something you don't want, just pause and say, "Okay, great. So now I know what it is that I don't want. What is it that I do want? want. And focus on that. Reframing. Yes. Yes. But it's very difficult Um, in our society. We are very um, directed towards looking at the the, the negative of things and the lack of things. I mean. You look at the news, you look on social media. It's more negative stuff that goes viral than positive. Mm -hmm. There is a slight shift in that. You know, I do think that that's changing, but still the predominant of what we're focused on is the negative of stuff. So then within ourselves and within our own lives, it's then much easier to automatically look at what's missing, what's not right, what you don't have, than thinking about what you do have. And that's a, it's a conscious shift that you have to make. And as we said, as I said to you at the beginning, it's about the repetition of that don't think that you're going to shift your focus once from negative to positive, and then you're going to do it all the time. It's Mm -hmm. a constant I in my mind, because I'm a visual person, I see it as a tightrope. Mm -hmm. And it's constantly in that balance of not walking off the tightrope, you go left to right, left to right, and you're constantly trying to balance and the balance is focusing on what you want, Mm -hmm. knowing that that's what you're creating and putting all the creation stuff aside. Does it feel better to be thinking happy, positive thoughts of love and faith and what, you know, what is to come in your dreams and your goals? Or does it feel better to be thinking about fear and lack and doubt and but frustration? what serves you?
0: I mean, just, just asking yourself that question, does this serve me? Mm-hmm. Does it serve the people that are affected by it? If no, then why are you doing it? Why are you making choices in that direction? I mean, just asking loving yourself enough to say does this serve me Mm -hmm. and that's one thing that I've actually been working on um, because I've been working with a lot of gremlins that have been coming up um, as I've I've been making some leaps forward recently and there's going to be some really big drastic changes in my life over the next couple of weeks even some stuff that we've spoken about that you've heard me hedging on I'm just does this serve me no is it serving anybody else no then why are you doing it
1: Yeah and I think something really good to note there for anyone listening, Um, I did a workshop on Monday and I raised the point that sometimes it's going to get worse before it gets better Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is when you start to change, you're going to be digging deep, the gremlins are going to rise to the surface and Mm -hmm what comes to surface comes to rise so sometimes it goes wrong before it goes right and i gave the analogy of um when you go for a facial sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you have this amazing facial and then you break out in spots it's because all the dirt has come to the surface to be released so sometimes it gets better before it gets uh, sorry worse, it gets worse, worse before, before it, gets, it better. gets better yeah and that's the same in your life so the um the workshop that i presented on monday was in relation to money and it was when you're on a money journey, for example, and money, you can exchange that for health, you can exchange that for love, you can exchange that for success, whatever that is for you. But when you start pursuing that, all of the crap's gonna come to surface and things might start to go wrong before they go right because those things are there for you to learn the lessons that you need to learn. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't handle your life at the level that it is now, Mm -hmm. you won't be able to handle it when it gets better. So money, for example, if you can't handle earning a hundred grand a year you're never going to be able to earn earn earning a million pounds a year because the principles are the same the monetary Mm -hmm. value is different but that's about the perception of it as well but it's it's that exact thing so sometimes and for you whatever you're doing right now i think it's it's really easy sometimes to focus on something positive and say yeah i'm going for it but then when the stuff comes into the path for you to clear it deters some people it throws some people off the track they think this stuff doesn't work this mm-hmm. isn't for me this is a sign duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. but could it be actually that everything is happening for you and not to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: what comes into your life is there to serve you not mm-hmm. to try and trip you over
0: that's what I was even going to say like even the whole con- even the concept of things get worse before they get better how about even reframing that to say that you're on the journey to things getting better and there might be challenges along the way, but that's just part of it. That's not something to be woe is me about or something to fear or something to even have it uh, necessarily negative or, or, or disempowering thoughts about. It's just, yeah, you, you're on the road there. That That's it. You've had your facial. Your skin is in the process of clearing up. But part of the process of clearing up is the crap coming to the surface. And that's mm-hmm. it.
1: Yeah, and it's learning to apply that, as as we're saying, to your life. Yeah. But that's a that's a very enlightened thing as well. It's taken me a long time to get to that stage.
0: Mm. I think sometimes people, I mean, we've, I'm sure we've said it before, but I've definitely said it on, on other episodes as well. And, um, it's okay that it takes some time to have that journey. It's okay that the journey sometimes might beat you up a little bit it's okay that sometimes you need to take a break from Mm -hmm. from from the 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 challenges of the journey and 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 in fact taking that time out is healthy a lot of the time um you you need to sleep you need to eat and you need you need to do all these other things to deal with day-to-day life in terms of your journey you need to nourish yourself as well and sometimes some rest is a part of that nourishment
1: yeah and i think I don't think this is said enough in the personal and spiritual growth world. Mm. And it's something that tripped me up very early on in my journey is the fact that there is no set amount of time that something should take you. Mm -mm. It might take someone a year to, to achieve whatever it is they want to achieve. It might take someone 10 years, Mm. but just because it doesn't happen as quickly as you want it to doesn't mean that it's wrong. Doesn't mean that it's not for you. It doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah. It's just, that's you. We're all on our own unique journey. We're not all made the same. We've all got our different, filters our different baggage we've all got our different ways of how we learn and how we grow how quickly we implement things and it's just learning to trust that journey mm. and it's also about staying in your own lane and mm. not comparing yourself to others well you know that person's in the same industry as me and let's take coaching for example i'll look at that coach you know on their instagram it says that they're earning six figures a year and it's they're only one year in business mm-hmm. you know why hasn't that happened for me but maybe your that's not your journey
0: or maybe or, you just, or maybe you journey. just haven't made the choices or had the support to do that that, that yeah. that's the other side of it as well i mean it's easy to start hedging with oh you know that's not my journey or you could just say okay what have they done tactically sometimes as well on spiritual journeys we forget about the practical steps that we need to take and they may have gone and got business coaching they may have a business coach and they've got the right marketing team you don't know unless you ask and i think it's it's important rather than looking at someone and making um uninformed decisions within our mind about the reality of their situation just to maybe ask
1: there is that i do the whole on the spiritual journey there are two sides to everything there's Mm -hmm. a spiritual side you know the invisible inner world stuff Mm -hmm. and there's the physical outer world stuff Mm -hmm. and the bridge between that yes it is action Mm -hmm. I think what you've said I agree with it to an extent Mm -hmm. but this is going back to the comparison. Again, it's very easy to get caught up just because someone did something one way doesn't mean it's the right way for you. doesn't no. even mean it's your time. You yeah, no, You know, I agree with you plant a seed in the ground. Mm-hmm. Everything's got a natural gestation period. It mm-hmm. takes nine months to grow a baby. Mm-hmm. OK, I know there are anomalies to that, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, you plant a seed in the garden. And I love using the analogy of nature mm-hmm. because it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. You plant a seed in the ground, you can mm-hmm. water it, water it, water it. If it's going to take it three months to grow into whatever it's meant to grow into, you willing, wishing, shouting, watering, doing whatever else is not going to make that grow any faster. And interestingly, overwatering it can kill it. It's true. And it's the same with us in life. So I think it's this is where the spiritual side comes into its own. It's about being grounded and trusting yourself. Other people around you are going to tell you, shouldn't you go and get a proper job? Um, yep. Why are you doing this? Um, yep. You know, you've been single for this long. Why don't you go and get in a relationship? It, mm-hmm. it, it seems that everything is about time. But some there are beliefs out there. Some people believe that time is an illusion. It's not mm-hmm. a real thing. It's something that humans have put into place. So if you take the time away, and I've just visioned a matrix, and I know that you love the matrix, Dan. But, you know that kind of thing you take the time away mm-hmm. does it matter if it takes someone a year to get to where they're going or 10.
0: no it doesn't but that's belief systems though right
1: absolutely and i think the point in all of everything that i'm trying to say is that listen to your instincts trust yourself be patient with yourself we're all on our own journey and keep moving forward and if you're meant to be somewhere before a time that you're ready to be there, trust me, the universe will kick you into that place. Mm-hmm. Similarly, if you're in a place you're not supposed to be anymore, the universe will quickly pull you out of that place. Because... But, d- but
0: isn't, that, isn't that dependent on your belief system? though? like, don't you have to have that belief system? Because unless you have that belief system, then that's not how your okay, reality so is going to be programmed.
1: I'll give you an example.
0: Sure. Um,
1: 2011 um i was in a relationship i knew Mm -hmm. that relationship was no longer serving me i wanted Mm -hmm. to leave Mm -hmm. my fear was if i leave i've got nowhere to live i have no money Mm -hmm. um i'll be a single parent that's scary in and of itself all of this stuff so i stayed Mm -hmm. well there's a saying that i love when you don't move on life life will move on you so Mm -hmm. yes i would have stayed there longer but the universe Mm-hmm. soon kicks my ass into shape. I but, that's your, up.
0: but that's your belief system there?
1: But is it? because It is partly your belief system, but I was still moved out of a place mm-hmm. because my belief would have been, I'll stay here for another year, I'll figure my stuff out, and then I'll make a move.
0: Mm-hmm. But the
1: universe brought in some stuff that moved me to a place that then forced me to elevate.
0: Mm-hmm. But you had that belief system within, you, Jade Stoner, had that belief system within you that meant that that's how your reality was guided. So I'm saying that is true but that was true because that was your belief system. If someone doesn't have that belief system, then it's physically, the law of nature is that then that, that can't be their reality. If someone doesn't have the belief system, okay. that, that yeah. the universal guide that will, will pull them out of it, then that it's physically impossible that that's, because it's as within, so without. So for example, but I'm also... with you on that, but I, I'm, I have that too, so that my reality then will reflect that. If someone's reality, if someone's belief system, their internal code isn't that, then their outer the world can't reflect,
1: Yes, but mm-hmm. we, as I'm actually going to say this out loud. Yeah. Um, the universe is the ultimate power. You know. Yes. You can will and believe anything you like. You can't bring a person back from the dead. You mm-hmm. can't make it night when it's day. You can't mm-hmm. make it spring when it's winter. That's natu- so, natural law.
0: That's natural law. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah.
1: we have a lot of power, but you can't go against the natural laws. So if yeah. your law is, at this time and this date, you're meant to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that you would be there we'd be somewhere else I just think the universe always knows what's best for you and I was talking there was something I was doing yesterday and it says you know when you set your intentions for your life always add at the end this or something better mm-hmm. because as humans with our own conditioning and our own baggage and whatever mm-hmm. we could put an intention out there and say I want this in my life so mm-hmm. for example um, I want to be 10 pounds lighter. But if the universe mm-hmm. knows you can be 20 pounds lighter, the universe is going to give you 20 pounds lighter.
0: You're... But if that's your belief system. Otherwise, that... That, that, that particular one is going to be guided by your belief system, though. Because if your belief system is that you are open to more than you have more, otherwise that's the, 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 the proof of that is in the fact that people do end up in situations that don't serve them. And they're in them because they do not have the belief system. And therefore do not make the choices to actually have that reality that's the whole thing about empowerment otherwise what we're actually doing is surrendering everything completely outside of us because that which we call the universe God whatever we're connected to it through our divine center our divine source that's why it's called source for some and then we we manifest things in our life through that power that we have through that connection to source in line with our belief system so for someone like you and I that has the belief system that, yeah, the universe always has the best for me, the universe always has the best for me, then making that statement, um, this or something better, for example, for me, I use that I'm only manifesting that which is my highest and greatest good. That is what I've programmed into myself. So that allows me to see every single situation, no matter how shit it looks on the outside, as ultimately being for my great my highest and greatest good. But if someone's belief system is everything is shit, everything is shit, everything is shit, then then universal law is that which you... A clear intention with a strong enough energy will manifest. that is your godlike power.
1: Yeah, but I, I step on from that. I believe that you'll get to that point, but then something will happen to open you up to believe bigger, to open yourself up
0: because Gicky that's society, the
1: high, but that's the higher power at play. That's a law that we can't we can't dictate
0: mm. i see where you're coming from on that
1: it's complicated and funny someone asked me a question on monday and i can't remember what it was but what i took from it is there are some things that seem conflicting out there but the way i explained it was that there is an invisible law that governs all of us going on and it's Mm. our human minds which are trying to we're trying to logically articulate stuff in a way that people understand but some things aren't meant to be understood they're just meant to be experienced so Mm -hmm. for example love yeah people try and explain love you can't really explain love I can't Mm -hmm. tell you why I love the person that I do and at the, Mm. the depth that I do I just know that I do it's just a thing and my most pain came from trying to logically understand it whereas once I learned to accept that it just is it's there and it doesn't need to be articulated, things became a lot easier. And there's another part of that, which is understanding something on a logical level is one thing. Understanding it on an experiential level is another thing. There are two different levels of learning. You can understand something intellectually, but you don't fully understand it because you haven't experienced it, you haven't integrated it within you. And yeah. I think those things come into play with stuff like this because mm-hmm. when we try and articulate it in a logical way, Mm -hmm. it can become it sounds like it's very contradictory and if someone was listening to this who's very new Mm -hmm. to understanding you know the whole universe stuff and the way it works Mm -hmm. their logical mind that egoic self would say this is a load of bs Mm -hmm. and ignore it but Mm -hmm. it's not all fully meant to be understood sometimes you just got to trust and just Mm -hmm. go with it and experience it for yourself
0: that's my belief and the thing and i believe that but this is the thing my, my uh, approach is always to not give scope for hedging.
1: What and do you mean?
0: So a lot of people have the opportunity to use this as a hedge for inaction. Okay. That's my, that's the thing that I always fight against, which is people having that excuse. One of my things is removing excuses. And when you give people the hedge, oh, it's the universe, oh, it's the universe oh, I don't have to because the universe, oh, it doesn't matter what choices I make because the universe is going to work it out. There's a really big black hole there that that can be slipped into.
1: Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, Dan, i have done that many moons ago. Mm -hmm. But what I found is you can only do that for so long. So again, if I think about the way that I believe it to be true, which is that there's a higher power than us, we are a part of it, but we don't have the last say. I could be in that space for a certain amount of time But if I'm meant to be doing something else, there's only a certain amount of time that I can withstand being in that black hole before I want to move myself out of it, before I'm being nudged out of it. Mm -hmm. Equally, my belief is if someone's in that hole, Mm -hmm. and I say this quite frequently, Mm -hmm. that's where they're meant to be. And maybe they're not supposed to get it in this lifetime. That's, I mean, years ago, you know, I would want to help everyone. I'd want them to see things in a different way. Mm -hmm. But some people... They say they want to do things differently, but they don't really. Mm -hmm. It's their comfort zone to be, oh, woe is me. I'm a victim. All of this is happening for me. Yeah, all of that stuff. It gives them attention on an Mm -hmm. unconscious level. It's giving them attention. It's giving them something. It's a secondary gain. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything in life unless we're gaining from it, even if it's something that's perceived to be not that great. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're just not supposed to get it in this lifetime. I mean, but this who, is completely who says, out there.
0: But who? But who says that they? Who says that that's the case?
1: Well, it's the person, maybe.
0: But yeah, exactly. So, but what, but also, what I'm saying is, oh, some people on.
1: have no idea about this stuff, Dan. So why yeah. are they living their lives in the way? Yeah, they but do? this,
0: but this is the thing. If they don't have an idea of it, then they're not. Then their belief system might be guided, won't be affected by it, and therefore they won't be affected by it. You can't be affected see, by uh, something that's outside of your awareness.
1: See, I think that that I have. My belief is that we've all got the same uh, internal guidance system. It may be buried under a lot of debris, a lot of crap, Mm -hmm. a lot of pain. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: always there. Yeah. I mean, even people that are non-religious. Yeah. What do they do when shit hits the fan?
0: Oh, my God. They find themselves praying as well. But that's the God Please,
1: God do this i would never you know i will never do this again just get me out this tight spot so there is kind of but
0: that will only be someone that's had that knows if you don't if you've never been shown what it is that would only be someone that for example has had some kind of religious experience in their environment or in their training for them to have that go to that thing to go to if they haven't had that to go to because they've been raised in a completely um atheist environment and a completely atheist upbringing and training then they won't have that go to
1: Okay, so let's put it a different way. Yeah. I believe that we've all got this internal guidance system. Mm -hmm. We may not label it as that. We may not even know it's there. Mm -hmm. Innate intelligence. Right. Intuition, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Whoever you are, if you're a human being on this earth, your intuition, we all know when something's felt a bit off. Yeah. I always say to my son, if something feels wrong, it's probably Mm -hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. And whether anyone believes in the universe, God or any other religious figure Mm -hmm. is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. We all know when
0: something doesn't feel right.
1: Something doesn't feel right. That Mm -hmm. is the part of us that is in all of us. Mm -hmm. And some of it is for some of us, it's more developed and heightened than others. And we can apply it to different areas and Mm -hmm. use it more to guide our lives. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about at the very, um, I want to choose my words rightly. A non-enlightened person. They're yeah. just in this life where this is what it is, life shit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't do anything about it. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, da. They still have that part of them. Yeah. And my point is maybe in this lifetime they're not supposed to develop that part of them.
0: I got you. No, no, that makes sense. But do you know what do you know the, the the reason why I can agree with everything you're saying completely is because the reality is, is that there are different depths and levels of yes. uh, over and understanding. absolutely and there's different there's deeper levels of truth there's deeper truths so what you're saying is exactly right but the fact of the matter is it has been proven that there are deeper levels of truth wherein we do actually have an overriding the ultimate being that you refer to is still Mm -hmm. us there are deeper truths where the ultimate being that we refer to actually is a universal um essence of which we all are we're just manifesting as in different frameworks So for me, my ultimate belief system, because I've been exposed to that truth, goes deeper to say that actually I have complete and utter control through my choices. It's just that it requires a deeper level of work to master control over those parts of myself. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that you're in. I know that some of the work that you've done is a lot is way above my understanding it's not above it's
0: just i've just gone deeper into it yeah okay that's not the right word but you know what i mean yeah um
1: and also there are times that i will pull back from that stuff i i don't want to go that far down the rabbit hole sometimes especially in my industry i need to i need to articulate in simple ways and part of my mission through my company is Mm. to take this kind of stuff mainstream and Mm -hmm. make it nor what I, what I mean by this stuff is the mindset yeah. stuff. It's, about, it's um, about
0: empowering, it's about making continued empowering development as long as you're still being empowered, mm-hmm. staying within not I don't want to say comfort zone because people again can hedge that and then get overly comfort in disempowering states. It's about continuing to make empowering choices and empowering move forward. But if you're jumping ahead of something that doesn't really serve you, then you're not empowering yourself anymore. So, if you jump down the rabbit hole, for example, as you, using your example, when you're not really energetically whatever, you're not positioned to be down the rabbit hole, then you're not empowering yourself, and you're not serving yourself. Does yeah, makes sense.
1: I under, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. That. I, so it's
0: cool that it's cool that you found an empowering position, an empowering depth of understanding, which serves you and serves your people, your clients, and serves your family and your loved ones. That's cool. That is good. You found your empowering state and because your belief system is that the universe will push you where you need to be anyway, if there comes a point when you are to be opened up and ready for deeper levels of, of, of information, then you'll find it and you'll find it. And if you try and resist it, you'll be pushed to it, but that's because that's your belief system. So because that's your belief system, that's the reality that Mm. you created. And because that's the reality that you created, that's what's going to unfold for you.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, Yeah, that's been my experience of life. Mm. And I understand what you're saying about beliefs, but I know that I didn't have the same beliefs that I have now, even four years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I trained to be a coach, um, I was supposed to go on my first training course on this particular weekend and... A whole series of events blocked me from going and I just it got to a point where I had to laugh and say, "Okay, universe, I get the picture. I'm not meant to be there this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't go on the course again for another two months. Mm -hmm. But in that two months, I really shifted from personal growth. So general mindset and success, you know, how to start a business and positive thinking kind of stuff to the spiritual side of it, which is the other side and more universe and how we have the power and all that kind of stuff. And those two months prepared me for my coaching course and what I learned on that. And I realized had I been on my coaching course when I was originally supposed to go on it, the first part of my coaching course, I wouldn't have absorbed it. Mm-hmm. And I love the saying, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I've read books years ago and I'm like, what a load of old took. Mm-hmm. I've since evolved within myself and grown as a person, read the same book and been oh my goodness, this book is amazing. Mm -hmm. Where has it been all my life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, But I've read the same book before, but we're never the same person. We're not even the same people we were yesterday. Mm -hmm. We're constantly changing and evolving and growing. And something that I read recently, I think put it in a really great way. It talks about remembering and forgetting. Mm -hmm. So it's great to learn stuff, forget about it, and then you come back to it. And when you come back to it, because you're not the same person, you take from it different things. And um, I've heard that being said in that you can mm. read the same book 10 times and yeah. every time it'll be like reading a different book because you've grown that much as a person every time.
0: Yeah, and so that's your eyes are different.
1: Yeah, and it's a journey, you never stop learning. I, mm-hmm. A lot of people believe that, you know, you get to a certain stage of life, it's like getting to the top of the mountain and hurrah, you've arrived, you've made it. Mm-hmm. And the point I made earlier this week was that that doesn't exist, that's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And that when you think you've made it, when you think you've grasped something, when you think you've got to a certain point in your life, the universe will present you with something and say, "Okay, you think you've got this? Take that. And Mm -hmm. it will slap you in the face Mm -hmm. to either, A, bring you back, make you grounded again, because Mm -hmm. some people let it go to their heads and they're off on another level. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You need to be humbled. Mm -hmm. Or it is to learn the lesson at a deeper level or in a new way. Mm -hmm. So the journey never ends.
0: No, it's true. You're right. Yeah, you're right. No, I fox with you on that. I fox with you on that, for sure.
1: Did you just say I fox with you on that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a pleasant way of, of not using the F word.
1: Okay, F- that sounds...
0: Um... Have you not heard that before?
1: No, I feel like this is a Dan thing.
0: It's not a Dan thing. <laughs> this is This is real urban stuff.
1: Not from the urban that I've been around, <laughs> Dan, If I ever said that to anybody who I know, and for, furthermore, I don't use the term urban. I only use it when I'm in a conversation with you because that's what you call it. <laughs> I would be mocked.
0: Your I people, can't imagine going just, into oh, South London it. <laughs> and say... No, but it's not, it's not English. It's, it's an Americanism.
1: Dan, I, I, all right. I can't imagine going into the equivalent of South London yeah. in the States and saying that and people not looking at me like...
0: What? They're just not ready for your level of gangster. They don't get it. They're just not ready.
1: Dan, if um, I have fox <laughs> with you is gangster, then, geez, I'm the Queen of England. <laughs> you are the Queen of England.
0: You are the Queen of England.
1: Move over, Elizabeth. <laughs> Dan. Yes, my love. I say this for your best interest. Please don't ever go into the hood, and and use such terminology.
0: I'm going to do it. I have done it. That's where I learned it.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I think my cute little English accent kind of saves me. Maybe that's why I didn't get shot.
1: <laughs> you have to know how to behave when you go to those areas. That's
0: my belief system. My belief system is that my cute little little English accent saves me from more harm.
1: And um, My belief system is I've been brought
0: up on both sides of the track, <laughs> so I can
1: throw it down wherever. I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jay Delish, I'm going to run off now.
1: Literally run off?
0: literally literally run off now um i like this chat today
1: went very deep didn't it
0: yeah it did and do you know what i like i love one of the things i love about my conversations with you we don't always agree but we find a way to learn from each other and that's one of the reasons why i really wanted to share these calls these calls that we have with people because we do get into it and yeah and there's there's always growth for me when I come off the phone with you. Even like when we have little five minute calls. Even like the other day when we called, when we spoke, and you were just like blah, blah and I was like, oh yeah, cool. And you just, I just like had a little shift inside just off the back of like something that you said. And um, it's honestly my prayer that um, people listening into these calls every week do have their own little shifts and do have something that they grow for.
1: They will absolutely because they wouldn't be here listening to it otherwise if there wasn't something, even a, I said this in one of our previous podcasts, even if it's a tiny little nugget of something, yeah. it's what they were meant to hear at that moment in their life to move them to where they
0: need to be. And because that's part of your belief system, you've created it. So that's definitely happened. Done. <laughs> Boom. You just if it was made that, that simple,
1: Dan, I would be a
0: billionaire.
1: I'd be on Maybe. my own private Island right now.
0: Maybe it is that simple.
1: Maybe now you're going all matrix on me
0: because I, I know am. you <laughs> <laughs> okay, my love. Well, you have a shame's rest of the day. Um, what time is it? Where you are, it's 11, just coming up to 12 for you, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Cool beans, cool beans, cool beans. I'm gonna catch up with you anyway, offline. Okay. Okay. I will do. Um, everyone thank you for listening hope that you've been served by uh, this fly on the wall I quite like the fly on the wall thing you know I think you picked a good one there dad
1: I know that'll be my great creative brain
0: that is a great great brain um, tune in what day is it you should be listening to this on Thursday and if you aren't what are you doing with your life subscribe <laughs> so that you just get it straight away we're on Spotify now as well so that's really cool so um, whichever platform serves we've got the native iphone we've got native android we've got native desktop platforms we've got spotify you literally have no excuse not to subscribe and listen to us every single week um tomorrow being friday there'll be a q a session with myself and M. back with an interview on sunday i probably do you know what i might even post the interview i did with christina rosas on her system the sensitive edge which is a journaling based growth tool i might do that Which, again, was one of the other journaling tools. I forgot. That was the other journaling thing that came up. I had a, you know, I'm really random with my interviews. Guest came on. She talks about her tool. And it's literally (laughs) journaling-based. So, I I just remembered
1: that's how this whole podcast started.
0: We were talking about journaling. Journaling, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Random. (laughs)